Welcome to Conscious Matters. It's a safe space where we chat about how living consciously matters to our well-being, to the one of our surroundings and loved ones, as well as to the earth and humanity as a whole. Join me, Melissa DeBerry, for inspiring conversations with some of the most beautiful souls out there, individuals who are helping others to reach their higher selves and who bring light into this world. In every episode, we talk about conscious matters such as self-love, awareness, personal development, holistic practices, and much more. We expand on our experiences, share tools that help live in peace, harmony, and alignment on a daily basis. We discuss about what we've learned along our healing journey. Get your mind, body, and soul ready for a ride in consciousness. Namaste, listeners. Hi, everyone. Happy New Year. We finally in 2022. The last two years have been interesting, challenging, and so many other things. So let's see how 2022 is going to turn out. I did promise you last year, a very last episode of the Ayurveda series, Aligning Your Soul with Ayurveda. But I decided to switch things up by simply taking this Ayurvedic concept of following your dharma aka your sole purpose in this life, and make an episode about it. What a better way to start off 2022 than assessing our purpose. I started 2022 with um, COVID, so I'm still recovering. I still have like a little bit of symptoms. So if my voice sounds different or I sound congested, I apologize in advance. After two years, I finally caught it. Anyways, let's go back to our Dharma and purpose. Do you think we all have a role to play in our lives? Because dharma is a Sanskrit term used in Ayurveda that is generally translated as life purpose. Indeed, Ayurvedic philosophy considers that we all have a particular role to play on earth, air quote, righteous goal or mission, that will guide our actions and the course of our lives. This is a common thread that acts as a compass in all of the situations we encounter. Our dharma thus becomes like a guiding star to follow, even when the darkness surrounds us. There is this very short but profound text that I found on an Ayurveda clinic website written by Lucky Bunsko, Ayurvedic practitioner. And it goes like that. Nature is the greatest teacher of all. We don't need to have deep knowledge of Ayurveda treatment in order to find our way. It's enough to look closer at nature. The sun rises every morning following its path. The birds wake up. The sunflowers look at the sun to bathe in its light and warmth. At dusk, when its beauty has been filled, the sun leaves its place to the moon. The birds nestle and the flowers fall asleep. All in nature follows its dharma. It's the same with people. If our work makes us feel bad, then it's not our dharma. If we live with someone who makes us unhappy, this is not our dharma. If what we believe to be our duty brings us negative emotions, weariness, and sadness, we must just stop doing it and find the thing that brings us joy and pleasure. And it does not matter if it's work, love or something else following your dharma means to find balance and harmony in life which makes you happy and peaceful isn't it so beautiful and nice and it makes total sense and logic to me but um let's uh, let's develop in the ayurvedic philosophy our life is to know and experience the greatest cosmic consciousness that is the origin of the universe. So for this, we must know how to balance four essential aspects of our lives divided in the Dharma, the Arsha, the Kama, and the Moksha. I hope I pronounced everything right, but um, you can always look them up. 
So the Dharma, which is our mission in life, also called the right action, the Arta, which is abundance and material success, and the Kama, which is the desire, both sexual desire and the creative energy, which is behind all achievement. And lastly, the Moksha, which is the spiritual liberation. So we therefore consider that everything has its place. So if I recap, is life mission, abundance, desire, and spirituality. But that none of these four elements should take up all of the space to the detriment of the other. Without knowing our dharma, our mission, our duty, we don't know in which direction we go. So we eventually get lost. So we panic and then we disturb our health and the overall balance of it all. So to me, and for many, I believe, recognizing one's dharma is an appeasement and an evidence that it has always been before our own eyes. And with this in mind, it then becomes essential to be in good health in order to be able to balance all areas of our lives. Because without good health, we cannot have the energy and focus to move forward on our path. For this reason, Ayurveda goes far beyond the health of physical body. This medicine, philosophy, way of life was put in place to allow us to realize our vocation. Now that all of the specific Ayurvedic terms are out of the way, let's go a little bit deeper and extend in a more practical way. Lesson of this gem. With the supportive energy of the beginning of the year is a great time to thrive, shedding the old and reinventing yourself, diving into the unknown, where you'll find aspects of yourself you never even imagined that will eventually help you feeling you whole and abundant. So why not exploring your life purpose to do so? The Dharma is both our mission on this earth, as we saw in the introduction, our duty to be in the rightful action. We can therefore deduce that is something positive, not only for the person who's actually walking in their purpose, but also for the people around them and society in general. We're not talking here about a goal that is purely selfish or that would be achieved at the expense of others. So starting from this principle, there are different ways of being able to concretely name one's dharma. For some who nurture passion from an early age, chances are that it will be part of the dharma. And for others, it may be less obvious. We must then look at what really makes us vibrate. In other words, what are you passionate about? What makes your heart falter with joy? What topics can you learn about all day long, hours after hours, and be asking for more? What makes you feel alive? A modern way of phrasing this would be, if money wasn't an issue, what would you do with your days? This is usually a good starting point to realize what makes us unique. We imagine, often wrongly, that our life purpose is supposed to be something grandiose, finding the invention of the century, eradicating hunger in the world, etc. But it is most often in the simplest things that we find it. Taking care of your family, coaching the neighborhood, children at football, creating a beautiful garden with lots of vegetables and fruits that you distribute to your community or the way you raise your kids and inspire other parents to have a more gentle approach on education, etc. Dharma is not necessarily the job we do, even if sometimes the two can be combined. 
for example, many therapists are, I guess, exercising the Dharma on a daily basis. Um, but it doesn't have to be a job. It could be your hobby. It could be, it could be so many things. But then again, are we supposed to have it all figured out right away? Can it be more than one thing or does it have to be that one big life mission? Like just this one thing. Can it change along the way just as we evolve as human beings? Yeah, that's like, to me, like questions worth asking because there is this hype around finding your purpose, especially on social media. Quick story time about this coach. I think she was a life coach um, and she approached me on Instagram asking me about my life purpose, like if I did find my life purpose, etc. So I gave her like a very short answer because I don't know this person. And at the same time, I felt like the approach was not very genuine. It was more like, I want you as my client. So I didn't bother to give like a detailed answer. And I don't know, she was like harassing me in a way <laughs> to get to tell me like more about my life purpose and like telling me that this is not a life purpose that I need to go deeper and blah 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 I was like dude <laughs> what is it with the why do I absolutely find this life purpose and share it with you or with anyone for that matter uh yeah I mean that was very strange and this is not the the only time like people ask about what's your story, like what's your life purpose? Like, um, I think there's a lot of pressure around that. That is to me only unnecessary pressure because first of all, like I don't think we must fetch our life purpose at all costs. Hear me out. <laughs> Putting all of our efforts into finding our purpose can be detrimental in the sense that we are not enjoying the present anymore and we're not satisfied with everything that we already doing and constantly being in the states of looking for something can actually become restless or make us more restless and making us lose our anchor like we're not grounded anymore so that said i do believe that our life purpose is already within us anyways it is always present it has always been only with all our earthy experiences, conditioning, comparison plague of our society and hectic environment, we no longer know how to see it or how to look at it or how to embrace it too. So finding your life purpose is very helpful in living intentionally and in alignment with your true self, which literally brings magic into your life. I'd say that is more about practicing balance here between allowing your life experiences to show you what is your life purpose and, or I'd rather say, instead of being obsessed and tirelessly working to find it. Um, yeah. And to make the matter more tangible, think about when you're looking for something you have lost, it takes forever to find it and causes you to panic and being in frenzy mode. And when you stop looking for it, it suddenly appears. So yeah, maybe I'm contradicting myself with the title of this episode because I think it's more about observing and accepting and embracing your life purpose than actively seeking it. Because you know, non-action is not inaction. It gives space for things to happen. If you are always busy with something, full of projects, full of doubts, full of decisions and indecisions, if you never leave room for emptiness, then 
only what you have planned will happen and nothing else. So I think it's a shame because the imagination of the universe, God's plan is much more creative and beneficial than ours. So do your part, but also flow with everything around you and things are happening to you and keeping an open mind too. I think it's very important. People have a certain idea of what shape and form their life purpose is supposed to be. But what if your life purpose is actually the thing you fear the most or exploring different talents that you have or failing on so many things that creates different life experiences and navigating through them until you find your own groove with something more specific down the line. Nonetheless, something that you would have never been able to figure out without your own journey. So are we supposed to figure out our life purpose right away? In my humble opinion, I don't think so. Why, you may ask. Uh, why? Because I think that in general, we stick to our own decisions more than if we were told what to do. So if our life purpose was given to us right away, you're supposed to be a mentor to people with childhood trauma, for example. You might be like, um, no. I don't want to spend my days listening to hurtful stories and dealing with depressed people who I will have to always push to better their own lives. Why would I do that when I can do a job where I only have to deal with myself and travel around the world? If it's your true purpose, you will be confronted to situations in life that will make you understand these people like no other so deeply and clearly that helping them better their lives will not feel training as anticipated or as you would have believed, but actually like second nature. You won't be able to not advise or cancel them, or you simply would live as an example for them to follow suit without that much effort on your part. Does that mean that our life purpose can be something we don't initially enjoy or fear? Maybe. I'd rather say something that we might have found as fastidious, but ends up being easy for us because of who we are at the core. I really do think that we people have been put on this earth for a reason, each of us having a role and mission, or actually missions, plural, to fulfill before passing away. Some might have one big mission, like the big names of this world, Malcolm X, Gandhi, Martin Luther King, Maya Angelou, etc., while others and the majority of us, I believe at a small scale, have several life missions. It can be anything, like I mentioned earlier. I don't believe that we're supposed to be doing only one thing, though. Uh, most probably several things under the same umbrella. So let's say someone, they'll do a lot of things around the umbrella of health. So it can be fitness, it can be nutrition, it could be wellness, it can be mental health, it can be therapy, it can be so many things, but under the umbrella of health. But I don't think like not one thing and having to stick to that for the rest of our lives. Imagine that. <laughs> that wouldn't take in consideration that we grow as people through time, our priorities and interests evolve, shift and sometimes fade away. But that's my own personal opinion. So I don't, I don't know if it's like a shared opinion generally, but I do believe that we have several life missions. So yeah, I think it was important to debunk the myth that your life purpose is such a huge deal that you cannot function properly if you haven't found it yet. Nope, I'm not about that. 
<laughs> That's actually a non-question since you will find it eventually. At least if you live a life that is more curiosity-based and you keep your open mind and you are actively observing it or let's say looking for it, but not tirelessly. Then it will be more about if you're conscious and brave enough to embark onto that journey to go fulfill it. But that's tomorrow's question. First thing first right now, what do I do right now? How do I find my calling? What do I do with it? That will be the questions of today <laughs> that I will try to explore. I'm not guaranteeing a clear answer, but at least exploring these questions. You know, when they say when you're on the right path, everything becomes easy, that is already a first indication that the quest for one's dharma cannot be relentless, stubborn, or having your head in the grindstone. So relax, open your chest and your field of vision. Do not seek, but um, observe. There are many observation tools. You can also rely on the observation of your surroundings and you can do experiments so that the observation is richer. There is this quote that I like from Michael Pollan, who says, the best way to understand a complex system is to disturb it. So go and disturb it. When we are no longer defined by our loved ones and all patterns, we are free to discover who we truly are. And I've been talking a lot about self-worth, self-discovery, self-improvement on all of this episode of this podcast. So you can always go back to them to get more insight on this matter. The soul discovery journey, the self-discovery journey, the soul journey that is already interlinked with the life purpose is individual always and so special. So I don't believe that there is one method that works for everyone or is better than others. But I want to share with you the tools that have helped me along my own journey. And I think that are keep on helping me since I believe that the soul journey is a never ending journey as beautiful and challenging and hard, but also easy it is. So with these tools, I feel like I have the feeling of getting closer to my dharma every day. So if this can inspire even one of you, uh, I'll be happy to share. So there are affirmations and questions which are great value to me that I've been asking myself. So here they are. Your mission is a service to the world and not the reverse. The other one is turn your flaw into a skill. Say yes to life. Always seize opportunities. Be alive and act like it. I think I expanded much more on the 2021 Reflections episode about truly like living your life and not be the audience of your life. And now the questions. If you had all of the time and money in the world, what would you do? What did you want to do when you were little? What the people you admire have in common? And this one is very good because it's also uh, a lot of introspection because usually what you admire about people is either skills that you have, but you're afraid to express, or they are um, skills that will help you enhance others that you already have, if that makes sense. What you admire about them is who you really are. And the last one is not a question, but it's a reminder, I think, is play big, don't shrink your light, don't be afraid to be seen. Be humble, yet dream big and act on it. This is your mission and your duty. And I would love for you to, if you have any, like to share with me on Instagram or by email, 
it's always super interesting to see how others have these like self-reflective questions and affirmation that help them through life. So I've also learned through my own journey that creating space is extremely important to actually align with the updated version of yourself that you want to embrace and live as. And for that, letting go of attachments of things and people that don't resonate with you anymore, that don't make you feel good about yourself or that don't rise you up is an inevitable step. And I even say letting go of some fears and worries that you might have that are kind of not allowing you to level up in a way. Like getting you stuck in the same rut, even though deep down you want to do more or be more, even though it's not more, but like doing things differently or experiencing new things. Actually, I'm currently reading that book called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway by Susan Jeffers. It's very interesting because it just like reminds you that the fear will never go away, but you just have to feel it and do it anyway. So by doing it, you kind of transcend the fear. And the more comfortable you get with the fear, the easier it will be for you to do whatever you want to do with your life. But at least you won't be stopped by an external element, even though the fear is inside you. But you know what I mean? So you can truly be in your life purpose, truly do whatever your soul tells you to do, like the calling you want to express and you want to experience. So talk out your fears to knock down the illogical process that built them into you in the first place. So how do you do that? Usually, like, let's say I'm afraid to fail. Ask yourself, why am I afraid to fail? Because if I fail, then I'll have to start over. And I put so much energy and time and efforts and money. And then push the questioning a little bit further. Have you ever started over in your life? And the answer might be most probably yes. And then ask yourself, then if you've already done it in the past, can you do it again? Then it will be yes. And then one fear is down and you can keep on pushing through. So I would say living as if. Living as if equals to be a match to whom you want to be. So developing new habits help in that department too and eventually can lead you to an epiphany, letting you know more precisely or more clearly what is your life purpose. Once again, to go back to your life purpose, it's not a huge deal that everybody is making it to be. Start with what you know, meditate on it, and then go deeper and finally expand on that. You cannot be an expert overnight. Starting small, one step at a time to grow into something or someone who delivers much more value to your environment, community, and to the world takes time. So yeah, take your time. And also be okay with things not going exactly the way you want them to unravel. If it's your purpose, you're not doing it for the end result even if it's still feel good, <laughs> but it's more about the journey. So you learn, perfect your skills along the way because of the experiences of that specific journey that is only yours and who will make you learn about who you're becoming along the way too. So even if after all of that, you still don't have the clarity you want to step into your life missions, it's okay. It's okay. Chill, listen to your intuition, try and fail at different things. 
even if people might think that you were a little bit lost or you cannot make up your mind because you're always doing one thing and then start another, etc. But do it anyway until you find what brings you joy and fulfillment. It's not about the others. It's about you, how you feel. Because once you'll be like joyful and fulfilled, you'll be shining even brighter. And by shining your own light, you'll be able to shine on other people too and make them shine too. And then, you know, one person at a time, but um, it will make at least your family or your friend group or your community be more joyful, more aligned, more in high vibrations. So to be able to move forward in life, you have to take the time to know yourself. Reflecting on one's dharma, life purpose, thus gives us a solid key or even keys to remaining strong in the face of life's bad weather or bad cycle or even not even bad but like you know the cycle when you're a little bit confused or you feeling more negative or not feeling your best having this point of focus that is your life purpose also gives meaning to our daily lives since we all contribute in one way or the other to the smooth running of the world That's what I was saying before, like one person at a time, and it will help the whole collective. We all have an influence on what surrounds us. It's important to realize this, I believe, and it's up to us to make it as positive as possible for ourselves, others, and the earth. So trust yourself and go on, live your purpose. It's so worth it. If you have a few seconds of your time, I literally mean five seconds, Thank you to review this episode just by leaving a few stars, a short review. That would be even better, but at least a few stars. That really helps with the algorithm <laughs> for more people to hear about what I share here by myself or with amazing guests. That will help share the messages and helping people to live more consciously on a daily basis. I'll appreciate that. So thank you so much. And I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you to have taken the time to listen to me talking about conscious living. Conscious Matters is a self-produced podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and ordinate. Five stars are always preferred. Your support will help to keep on raising the collective consciousness together. Talk to you soon. Thank you.